I didn't think shots were still a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's floating around. I think they're hard. They're hard to avoid. There's a, there's a curiosity and an ego when you're young. That's like bring these bring these fucking shots. Yeah. On. Yep. And then there's I'll take a, all the uh, shots. There's a longevity when you get old, where you're just like, no, 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 no. Welcome back, everybody. Most awesome and brand Dana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 271 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon. And with me, as always, bear crawling to this pod. Most awesome. Oh, no. First off, I would like that stricken from the pod record. Okay, fair enough. We don't have to get into it. We'll just say no, I we can did... get into it. I think this is good stuff. The, the bear did, crawl is good was stuff. good stuff. It is. I did see you bear crawl last weekend. You did see me bear crawl last weekend. When I was... do good. I would always set the over under on the last time you had bear crawled before that bear crawl. Mm, definitely high school football. <laughs> definitely high school <laughs> football. Def- okay, okay. It's a couple years. Yeah. Couple years. It's been a few. It's been a minute. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. Were you guys bear crawling before I showed up? Because when I, f- I felt like I walked on the scene and it was like, Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. 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 We're doing. yeah. Yeah. Just for a good six hours. We were just running drills, you know, YouTube inform, like just really getting in there just to sandbag you. <laughs> <laughs> just his, yeah. I got thing. fucking smoked, man. It was, this is appalling. I'll tell you, I, I, you know what? There's, there's few things that I looking back at, previous nights before where i get really embarrassed you know you you wake up and you're like oh my god you have the scaries from the night before what yeah. did i do I, I had none of those i felt pretty good but no. then i was just kind of rolling through some of the you know the the videography of the night before the day before even and yeah. hearing champ friend of the pod sit there and say when i got out of the gates on a practice run mm-hmm. he was like he's already lost like it was literally like two bare positions in yeah. Was as I've never been more like soul crushed in my life. Just seeing so that wait, it was hung over in bed. It was the audio, like you could hear champs, like yeah. just kind of his scouting report. And he's just like his scouting oh, report. Uh, you're just Real like time. You're, your stock just plummeting. <laughs> yeah, I fell. I fell out of a first round because you came hot. You were you were laying hard money on me. I'm a first I rounder. Did. I might even be a top ten pick. I did. But yeah. you're coming the way you were. The way you were goosing I me up. And I was touting like on my boy. I was touting on my boy. I was just like, look, watch out. And he's like, slow start, like, but just boom, just gets it down, yeah. finish out. You, you're a form man, like you believe in form. You're just gonna exactly. Like, and I thought, like, I thought it was gonna be Randy Moss. I was like, I don't scr- stretch on game day. I'm yeah. just going into it, <laughs> you know. But yeah, it was soul crushing because I literally was like, huh, huh, like two spots, and all of a sudden, champ goes, he's already lost. He's here in the side, <laughs> like, oh, just hung over yeah. in your own bed, just looking at videos. You're like, oh my god. Where are oh, these things. videos? I think someone said I was added to the thread because it was it was a surprise party for me, huh? and I thought yeah, that... friend of uh one of the one of our friends of the pod threw up a, an album where they're where they all live and reside. Yeah. I think Jack, I need to get in, got to get in on yeah. that. But you you made that. it back okay. It was like a little like it was it was another train. I was thinking too like if we this is two years in a row on a train like one. Mm-hmm. Was obviously my fortieth big plan. Took a year. Um, Great, loved Erica, it. Erica, Erica threw me a surprise on this one. Amazing, loved it. Yep. A little shorter, but uh, you much know, shorter. Where people got to come, which is good. I think probably a selling point. 
like ain't gonna be another yeah, two yeah. days on this train exactly. be like all exactly. right okay. i'll consider it if somehow i can get it together next year like a third one like if something went down like this might be a thing where people are like, sorry, I can't the third week of July. That's when we all go get on the train for Brandon's birthday. We get, yeah. You this become, could legit be a thing. You could become brand brand. The choo-choo man is yeah. what happens. <laughs> I'm going to fight it off. I'm going to fight it off. But I am going to get everyone all aboard for a jam-packed episode 271, guys. Choo-choo. We're doing Choo-choo. <laughs> from the headlines, NFC South preview. It may be date night doing untold the Johnny Menzel story dropped mm. on Netflix. We both couldn't wait to catch that. I, I've been excited to watch something like that in a beat. Uh, then we're going to have a friend of the pod. Xander came on last year. He did the NFC South overrunners. He's going to join us again. He's going to judge that Neapolitan showdown first though. We're doing fashion from your childhood. You wish you could rock today. You're going to jump into that brand in a gambling corner. We're going to do segment. I think we're on three. Are we already fucking behind again? I did the math on it. We might have to run a double, a double <laughs> one. Yeah, okay, double. Okay. Well, here's here's what here's what happened is is yeah. we bumped a segment. We were right on pace. We bumped yeah. NFC South, and that put us one. I think, and then we had some Mab League stuff. And we but we were didn't kinda... do we didn't do AFC North. We just bumped it all together. No, no, we did we did NFC South. Oh, we, we done NFC we done South. three. Okay, so yeah, so this is four yeah. four. This is four. Yep, four eight. Four eight. Four eight. Yeah, because yeah, one because episode. Episode 268, we were supposed to do NFC South. And then we were just yep, fucking, yep, yep. we were in our bag, just hot pot, so hard. Yeah. And then yeah. we just like, yeah. And then we were like, so lays off fair. We're like, we got all, we, we got we're in this early. All this happens every time. But pot is back, baby. Uh, so we're going to do, yeah, brand name, game of the quarter, NFC South. And we'll give you a quick schedule for Mab League. We got to, we're down to our final four. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. It's our now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. Hi, bro. NFC South preview. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Uh, because we're in our bag, baby. We got to get in. NFL's on our way. This is the first week, official week of preseason football. Not oh, that yeah. Hall of Fame game bullshit. There's just preseason all around me, just in the background, and I ain't paying attention to shit. But yeah, it is mm. there. It lets me know it's that there. the regular season's on its way. It's it's TikToking. It's there. It's close. Uh, well, I don't want to tilt the hand too much because I know we'll get into it when we talk gambling corner and. Xander's going to probably echo some points or be all surprised. Uh, is this the shittiest division in the NFL? Well, wait, it's got, it's definitely has its, its basement, right? And I'm looking over at you in the South Florida region, right? Yes. Yeah. But I do think that there is some fun little elements. I'm, Ooh. I'm quietly intrigued by hot Atlanta and Carolina. Okay. Let's I know it sounds, it. it sounds crazy. I'm, no, a no, little, no. I'm a little into it. I'm a little like Scotch curiosity. It could be fun. They could be fun. Yeah, like what was the like one of those teams like I really enjoyed watching last year and like two years like maybe Jacksonville. Jacksonville was a little bit better last year, but I always like they yeah. always caught my attention when they were on. Like I'm I'm curious like I've seen this team play. Um, I think like two years ago, like the Commanders. You know, the Commanders would go on, and you're like, okay, like I want to see this. Always um, plucky Commanders were fun. Yeah, I mean, but but I mean, even like. Seattle last year was another like oh okay, uh, yeah maybe yeah they came out you know? 
That's good. Oh, yeah, the Steelers. I think Steelers were a good hack. Steelers? For being, yep. yeah. Like kind of the young game. Oh, well, let's get into it right now. We'll jump into the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, see this this Ritter guy over Heineke, I guess? Is how we're going to do out of the gate? Yeah, I think so. Desmond okay. Ritter out of Cincy. They drafted him, I think, in the third round overall. Replaces a, um, you know, um, a Marcus Mariota that didn't work out. We still haven't we we still haven't watched. I haven't seen all of the Netflix show quarter quarterback, but I know I know how it ended in real life, which was him basically Mariota walking away from the team because team wasn't playing super hot. They weren't great. They finished obviously seven and ten last year. They draft draft Bijan Robinson, and it looks like they're fucking rolling out Desmond Ritter, who was a very good college quarterback in a non power five conference goes to play Alabama in the college football uh, uh, playoffs. Didn't have a great game, you know? So it's like, I like, I'm not, I don't like, this can't be their guy. This has got to be stopgap guy. Then if it's stopgap guy, why don't they just go with Heineke Heineke and just do, is it? Cause so this was confused me right here. Like, and yep. we've talked about this a lot before. If you go right into that rookie with kind of a like a fan favorite behind him, which Heineke can be, Heineke has a little bit of that Gardner Minshew where people are just like, we'll call for him a little too early. We'll remember him a little better than he was and want to get to it. Yeah. So if Ritter like goes, especially like on this Atlanta team, if starts like like one and four, and then at least gets really tight, and then they move away from him. It's so impossible to go back, and then you just burnt through that rookie. Like, why not start with Heineke? Give Ritter just a time to catch up to the league. Like, get him off to his great footing. Because you're not lying to yourself. You're not like even in this fucking you know NFC. Like, you're still probably the third best team in this division at best. So it it just seems like a weird call on their part. Like, are they rushing to see what they have in Ritter? Do they love what they have in Ritter? Like, why do you think this move? Well, and and this and this still could be determined. This, I mean, I don't. I think right now he's got the he's got the slight edge over Heineke. So it's it's but still I, a quarterback. I think I think a, I think it's yeah. yeah I think it's okay. a quarterback. I mean, this there in this division there are two solidified quarterback day one starters. That's Bryce Young in Carolina and Derek Carr in New Orleans. I think Heineke Ritter is a bit of a coin flip. I think right now. We know what Heineke is for Atlanta. We know we we know without a shadow of a doubt, we know what this player is going to be. There's still like a there's still a ceiling to be scratched away at for Ritter with the Falcons. And you in the preseason, you'd be doing yourself a disservice to not roll him out with the ones and see like does he have a little bit of this juice? If not, we can put him back into the fold before the season starts. Roll out Heineke. We know exactly what we're going to get with him. Because we've just we've seen it enough. I just don't think like like Taylor Heineke is. You were seven and ten last year. Taylor Heineke is seven and ten, eight and nine, nine and eight in that ballpark all day, every day. Yeah, he's he's done. He's done dining on that almost Tampa Bay upset in the postseason three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's 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 got he took the leftover box home. Yeah, he's good. he's yeah. he's saving it for for. Yeah, later. he came back and he comes back with like the quick trip cup and tries to like refill it. And he's just like, nah, you, you left, you left the store. That's all. I don't know how many yeah. syllables I got to throw in quick trip. trip, 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 trip. I just, I just <laughs> it. That's what it happens. We're going to move on. Not looking. Don't have to give me the pity laugh. Uh, so Bijan Robinson, hell of a time to come to the league as a running back. Am I right, bro? Ooh, boy. He's got to feel like, damn, I got to figure out a way. I got, I have 
basically four years to figure it out, to set the table here. He's supposed to be kind of a reference for what the new running back needs to be, to be a viable option to get paid and kind of have that long-term deal. Absolutely. I'm hearing hearing like playing the slot, catching balls. Yeah, absolutely. He's got great hands, really like tough nose runner, like can really do it all really versatile, but in, he's got some size behind him too. He's not like the scat backy, you know, thin guy he's, he can, he can kind of bang heads a little bit too, which is is interesting. Are we going to see some running backs start? I mean, does college do this a little bit? Like running backs actually lining up in like a slot receiver position? Or like I think so. Jameer, Jameer Gibbs is going to be that he played a lot for Alabama. I think he was like the second leading receiver for Alabama last year. Jameer Gibbs, who's now with the Detroit Lions. But they're definitely gonna they're definitely gonna roll him out and put him in space. That's the new in space is putting a it's running back. back out in the in slot. In space is back. Yeah. In space is back. Because what you have to do is you, you you know, typically what they'll do is they'll pull a linebacker away from the line of scrimmage to kind of check that. Now it's like because you don't want to like waste a a slot corner on some of these guys, but now if they're good enough receivers, you almost have to. And then it's then it's Pickens time, baby. Then it's like, all right, we're gonna we might we might gash you up the middle. We might we might spread you out. Put another, you know, uh, heavy hitter like in Detroit's uh, realm. It might be uh, you know Gibbs in the slot. You know Montgomery as as the tailback. And in Atlanta, you might split out Bijan Robinson. Live put Tyler Algier in there too, or Cordell Patterson. Like that's like look at the versatility, right? Former receiver now converted to running back. There's some interesting things in, in there. And you got Pitts. Pitts. That's right, Kyle Pitts. Hopefully, will he come to fruition? Will he be the fantasy player that we all believed he was going to be? Uh, I don't know. You're excited about this team. I ain't drafting him. I mean, I guess I, you have to dra- draft a tight end at some time. I mean, he, he's not yeah. going to be as high as he was last year. No, no, no. I think the injury is kind of dinged him a little bit, and the question at quarterback is going to – be huge question mark same thing with drake london too but i kind of like i kind of like it a little bit i mean i was not expecting i thought this team was going to be dog shit last year and seven and ten was like really surprising for what they were and all the all the horse shit that happened at the end of the season you're kind of like really is this so what you said mariota walked like married a quit on them i'm kind of basically yeah yeah mariota basically like packed his bags and was like if i'm not gonna be the starter i'm not gonna repeat like in a in a in a lesser version of Derek, what happened with Derek Carr? It was like, shut me down. See ya. I'll find Jesus. a I found a new deal next year. Uh, and did he find that new deal? Mariota. He is. Drink everybody. Where's Mariota? I know he signed somewhere. Oh, he did. Okay, good for him. I think so. He has to. You you vamp while I figure it out. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, he's with the. He was with Philly. Oh. He's Foot, feeling like backing up. Oh, okay. Football. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, football guys. I'm gonna... <laughs> so he, he went from a place where he could at least been competing probably for the starting job to behind everyone's overreaction fan favorite for best quarterback in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That yep. is a decision. That's usually, this is the perfect example of have your next job lined up before you quit your current one, kids. <laughs> it goes for all careers, like including the NFL. Have it figured out because then you're just got to take a gig and, you know, Deagles and you ain't playing. But don't you think like at a certain point, you're like, if you're Marcus Mariota, you're like, uh, I am a fringe, like I'm a, 
in the bottom third of starting quarterbacks, right? Like I can't, I can definitely compete. So do you sit there and go, well, why don't I go with the best team in the NFC with the best chances of making the Super Bowl again? Like, yeah, maybe I ride the pine, but maybe I get a chip out of this. Maybe I get a fucking ring out of this. Maybe it's just like if the point of him so it's just two different narratives. Like it, if the point of him quitting in Atlanta was that he wants to be a starter, then it feels like he right. champions starters above everything. Like if he, if he's ring chasing, like I can get behind that. I just think it's, it's a really bad look. If you're, if your goal is to play more football, like he has to be honest with himself and know that it's just like, I'm not the best quarterback in the league. And I can't believe he would think that he would just be earned or handed the starting position of, especially like not obviously like not from Philadelphia, but Atlanta just thinking that like he's earned it. So it just seemed like if he chilled out and just was able to become a free agent and maybe, I mean, I guess he was a free agent in that. I don't know. It just sounds like that chance of going to like a dog shit team and being a second fiddle, like nobody wanted to do it. Cause they were just like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to deal with that shit. Cause all of a sudden it becomes uh, hard to handle. Okay. That's plenty of time on the Falcons, New Orleans saints. Go to the opposite end of this division. I think that's the opposite. So they uh, acquire Derek Carr. Hmm. Mm. Well, update for you mm. there, bro. Yeah, I don't know if you heard this. Derek Carr. This De- Derek Carr person. Yeah, man. You know, uh, I'm the quarterback whisperer. You, you know, I I keep my eyes on all things QBs because I can only remember about 32 names. What else <laughs> happened to this team? What else went down with the Saints? Yeah, I don't even get specific. Are they trending up? Are they trending down? You know, Camara suspended for three games. And yes, yeah, I th- I do think that they're like I think that they're I think they're holding serve. I, I I mean, they moved on from Andy Dalton to Derek Carr, so I think that that's a a trending up move, right? Absolutely. I think it has yeah. to be. You know, they got uh, our so. boy Jamal Williams from the Detroit oh, Lions. That's and- right. Oh man, I saw that. Did you see that clip yeah. where he just called? Beignets, Beignet. funnel cake. Finally, someone has the courage to say it. We're all thinking it. If you're not from New Orleans, that's what everyone's overreacting. I'm just like, I get it. Everybody just wants to eat funnel cakes for breakfast, but don't He's, act like this is. He is that meme where you've seen like the army guy who's just taking slings and arrows in the back, <laughs> protecting the fucking funnel cake crowd. Like he He'll is just, it. he's unbelievable. He'll do it. Yeah. He's like, I had yeah. this before. And he's like, I'm sorry. I just got it. <laughs> I know. I know. People oh, in the fucking, so the, Absolutely. I love, I love it too. It, here's the thing. He's unapologetically himself, yes. which if you're authentic in that, you will fucking win everyone over. Like you absolutely, and he's doing it, man. And to go in there and take a fucking hot take on beignets. What a stance. What an early stance. It's unbelievable. So great. great. Uh, Yeah. So that I think right now, the odds are fair. We'll wait till we get in the numbers to talk more about what kind of wins we think, but uh, I'm excited to see what Derek Carr can do here. I am too. I mean, I, I, I really thought that New Orleans was going to be hot dog shit. As I think of you guys a year ago, this time talking with Xander, I was really like Dennis Allen stinks as a head coach. Oh, that's the right. I forgot how much balls, yeah. mm-hmm. y- you know, and you know, Hey, I wasn't totally wrong. They were seven and 10. They were just weren't as bad as I thought. Um, Chris Olave is a good receiver. They've got some good pieces there. They held on to the kind of they re- reconfigured the the defense just a, a little bit, not like big cuts, but just enough. They get out of the gates fast, and they don't need Alvin Kamara. I could see a real situation where 
I mean, this, uh, not to tip our hands for bringing Dan a gambling corner, but this team yeah. is really like a, this is their division to lose. I got to think like, and every which way you slice it, this is the odds on favorite across every book to win the division. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, in like this week, NFC, I mean, that's kind of all you need to be like, we got a shot. We got a shot at that championship. Yep. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll find these through this last 15. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we got uh, Baker Madfield just hanging out there, just dying a, a slow Viking death, just floating yeah. out to the middle of the sea. Um, this team is, this is my, this is my New Orleans Saints for the NFC South in 2023. This team might be yeah. dog shit. This team also, is this because they were least... dog shit last year with Tom Brady? Yes, yeah, they were not. They were not hot last year with Tom Brady. It was painful to watch. It was everything, even at eight and nine, winning the division under five hundred. Like they were just scratching and clawing to get everywhere. Um, but I did want to say, going back to Baker Manfield, is this the least like publicized, discussed? quarterback potential battle in camp between Kyle Trask and Baker Matfield. I mean, I think no one's talking about this, but like Matfield is not, although he did, he is playing well the tonight in the start of this, like Matfield early on was like, eh, this could be Kyle Trask. Like this is a 50, 50 ball here, but no one seemed to care. Yeah. What? Cause he got a little, a little momentum from that Ram start, but then kind of yeah. came crashing back to earth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's crashing back to earth and throwing shitty picks against a team that you should have beat to let the Lions in. You fuck oh, stick. That's right. That's right. I think there has to Sorry. be like probably for Tampa Bay Buccaneers and like Baker. Mount, I think people just have like Mayfield fatigue. Yeah, the Buccaneers have the Buccaneers probably have fucking like status fatigue, and everybody's in there is just like this is a new fucking regime. Stay away from the fucking microphones. Like, let's just chill out. Let's keep it all internal. Let's figure out who the best quarterback is. Let's forget about, like, I woke up and I felt dangerous and all that bullshit. Like, let's just figure out who the best guy is running out there. Because I think, like, the last thing you want to do is, you know, they want don't want to paint themselves into a corner and just kind of get that, get that stink that they're just, you know, disorganized and don't know what's going on. And I think that's a position that – franchises can get themselves into when there's like a coach change or a big quarterback change or something. So they try to make a decision too quick and then they're going back on and they just fumble it all up when it's just like, if we don't owe you any answers, we don't owe you any answers. We're going to look at the guys. We're going to figure it out. There'll be somebody out there week one. Next question. Yeah, it'll be interesting because they're the much maligned Byron left, which is gone the offensive coordinator. Cause remember there's so much scrutiny over him and his play call with Tom Brady deserve a hundred percent. Absolutely. You know, Fournette, they put out to the past here. They still have got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You know what I mean? It'll be interesting. It's like, I do wonder, like Mike Evans will go down as one of those guys. It's like, this guy was really too good for every Tampa Bay Buccaneer team, except for the the Super Bowl team with Tom Brady, right? I mean, this guy has like toiled in purgatory forever. Yeah, it was weird. Like, yeah, you know, it. he has a little like, blips that he comes back to life like that weird Jameis winston run of like you know three or four games when he was there like uh that was pre-tom brady yeah. and then yeah i mean you win the super bowl there's also like a little yeah he was amazing but it's almost like did we ever see i mean this is to your point like full what mike evans can do like a little like baby megatron you know it's just like what's like could this yes guy been an absolute monster and it's just like maybe maybe not we will never know 
yeah baby megatron what a great nickname right he should have been it should absolutely should have been that because he's big he's huge he can he could do it all i think he has what is it's that, a be- like he's a beast when he catches it like doesn't mind the contact yeah i mean is every single season he's had a thousand yards of receiving every single he's got ten thousand receiving yards i mean the guy is fucking like way underappreciated i mean he doesn't even have that many pro bowls to fucking shake a stick at and it's like why not this guy fucking he shows up he's he's also too he's like the fantasy football of like yeah i have mac i mean he's like yeah this is great this is fine you know what i mean yeah because yeah i I think the stock is high like you recognize the name you probably draft him like a little bit too early if you've never owned him, like you always think he's played like three less games per season than he has. He's kind of out there. You just used to see in his Jersey untucked. So you're like, yeah. does that mean he's like going to the blue <laughs> tent? It's just like, no, it's just how he wears it. Exactly. Uh, all right. Jumping on to the Panthers last look here. Ooh, you said this is another one of your exciting teams. Give us the quick rundown of what makes I you think, excited. I think that this is going to be, first off, I, I, I do like Bryce young. Okay. I think that, I think he's that's the tiny real... guy, right? That's the tiny that's one. That's the tiny quarterback. Yep, that's the yeah. tiny one. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. I do like him. I think he's going to be solid. Um, he's got. I mean, if they can keep him clean, if they can keep him upright, I think he'll be good. But they've got a good tackle, a left tackle that they drafted last year in the first round, Ekaani, and then they've got Tyler Moten, the, the other right tackle. They've got some pieces. Um, the problem is, is the wide receiver crew is going to be a little soft, but you bring in your boy, Adam Thielen. Like, does he have enough juice to kind of like keep them, like organize them? You know what I mean? Like make a yeah. professionals untap the DJ Chark thing. Uh, you know, like the, the DJ Chark is like tantalized uh, fantasy football owners for years. Absolutely. Can he be the guy to do it? Terrence Marshall, same thing. It's just, it's a, it's a really cool name. Yeah. I think with Adam Thielen, like if you're in the war room and you're just like preseason game three and you're like, guys, here's, here's what it is, man. If Thielen can really pop off, we can make a run. Your team's in trouble, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are in uh just sweat beating down your head. I'm just like, man, if I can just get that classic 1200 yards from Adam Thielen, we'll be cooking with gas. Here's the thing. He's gonna be he's gonna be a warm blanket for Bryce Young. He's gonna be there. He's gonna be old safety net in the slot. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna relationship. You're. I think you're right, yeah. especially for the, like those young quarterbacks and those shorter ones. Like he is the kind of you know possession receiver that he'll get open for you. You know where it's at. I think he's like big on just kind of finding that rhythm. So it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, baby. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun team to watch. They went seven and ten last year. I'm fascinated. I just want to see the height difference of Bryce Young behind the line. Like I just want to see. It's gonna this, be fun. Like real. Life. It is gonna be fun. And and, and it's it, here's the thing. It it could all. It'll be fun until he gets really seriously hit for the first time. Then everyone's gonna be like, oh, we shouldn't be letting him play. Like we should. Yeah, exactly. Do this. Yeah. Like his mom runs out there, like just drops the orange slices. She's just like, ah, he's like pulls him out of the game. <laughs> like he's gotta go. Yeah, because I want to see like because he's 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 not a scrambler like that Kyler Murray, right? Kyler Murray mm-hmm. can be like cool under the like move, be elusive, like. This is this reminds me of the it's kind of funny you bring it up because we'll get into it next. Reminds me of the Johnny Menzel. They're coming after me like holy shit. <laughs> like Johnny yeah. Menzel would whatever he had, Johnny football in you know, college. This was 
blow the whistle, blow the whistle from unnecessary roughness, like try to like get behind the ref and it's just like, I'm going to get hit. There's nothing I can do about it. All right, that's good enough segue. It may be date night. Bring us to that jam. Oh yeah, it's the map date night. The showdown is where they fight. Here they discuss if this movie sucks. Why? Because this pod fucks. I said this pod fucks. Oh yeah, this pod fucks. All right, buddy. Um, we didn't we didn't sync this up, but we both had to watch it. I think it we just did. came across our Netflix and we just like gotta jump into it because I've been uh super curious. The untold Johnny Menzel. Um it's the biggest thing you learned from watching this. You know, let's take it a little earlier. You watch college football. So what was your impression of Johnny Menzel in college? Coming to the league, were you a Johnny Menzel believer? And then when did you decide you're gonna cut bait on him as a player? Um I like Heisman I, as a Heisman as a freshman. Did you have any problem with that? No, no, no. I mean, if you look at it's so funny too, because I think I texted on the on the text thread because there's the Manti Teo untold as well, too. Both of them sitting on that stage going through an immense amount of shit in their personal lives. You know what I mean? Like for totally different reasons. Manti Teo obviously getting catfished to oblivion and worrying about that blowing up. And Manzel basically like parting his balls off and running an autograph scheme trying not to get found out by the ncaa like what a fucking what a fucking juxtaposition of oh yeah what i oh (laughs) unsung hero was his buddy by the way (laughs) yeah absolutely i fucking love that i love that little quote too where they were just like they were both yeah he was like yeah we decided that like i would take the fall so that would be part of like the 50 50 split is the fact that like i go down for this yep wow Yep. Chef skips, chef skips. Uh, so what did you, so you did, you were a fan but, of college. You're like, this guy's got yeah, the goods. I thought he was, I thought he was really good. I mean, it definitely, it was like, he caught lightning in a bottle in that red shirt freshman year. And it was like everything that everybody was like, holy shit, this guy came out of, out of everywhere. And it was, you know, they, 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 they he mentioned Brett Farr, but it really was like backyard kind of football. He just had this, ability to make something out of nothing when everything kind of seemed to like when the play was totally broken down figure it out yeah which in any sport is very fun to watch so but did i think it was going to translate to the nfl no especially when he did not continue to um when he did not continue to uh you trying to hop in on your phone <laughs> no 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 sorry no i just i was getting the uh the invite to our guest that's it oh yeah beautiful Um, but when it was like trying to, um, falling off in year two, right. And the pressure and all this other stuff. And you just start reading all this stuff. You're like, this guy is going to flame out. Like he does not, like, I thought he was just going to be a party boy. I didn't know to what extent, you know what I mean? Did I tell you that we saw Mr. Mr. Forrestar and I, I took him to a Browns Lions preseason game because I was like, I gotta see Manzel. Like I gotta see what it what it oh, was. Oh, you just gotta peep him. I gotta peep it, man. I had to see I was it. at the I was at the Browns Jets game in New York where he started for the Browns. And he got hit. So I think I've talked to you about this. He got hit so hard. It was I thought a player died on the field. I thought it was dead. Like it was weird. He looked like like just kind of like a flat stuffed animal, <laughs> like after yeah. you know, just like like a wrestling buddy. Like we just they're just kind of laying on your bed. Like he just got like hit and he was just like down. And after watching that, like you could tell, it's just like 
he didn't he didn't want to be out there. So anyway, so he went there. You just thought like this guy, like not big enough for the league, like parties too much, but you didn't parties think he was gonna much. go as bad it was. Yeah, exactly. I, I had I thought he would have definitely like I mean, there's been two quarterbacks, Manzel and Jamarcus Russell, that have like utterly flamed out. And both of them have classic stories about film watching, which is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. There's one other quarterback in the league right now that has a little classic story like that. Also one that Kyler, I'm Kyler Murray. Oh yeah, Watch yeah. Oh duh. Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, isn't that isn't that what it is? It's like in order to in order to um you know, to make it in the league, it's not just about like the physical. It's you you have to be able to you have to watch the fan. And I thought I, I, this yeah. is interesting because it reminded me, I want to ask you the biggest thing you learned about him. I'll go with mine. Like I fucking hated him. Like I hated him when he was there. Uh, I hate it. Like the money thing, you know me, like all it takes is like a little gloating before, like you proved it. And then like, I'm, I'm completely out. So yeah, I, I saw that. So it was out. And then when he was, what I liked though, was like, he kind of admitted that like playing football was never his priority. Like it was never like he just it was part of his life. And it, it kind of reminded me of Anthony Davis, you know, like not on the party boy level, but just on the fact that it's just like football was my job. Like I went and played and it was a good time. But I, I can't I can't remember how he phrased it, but his friend phrased it where it's just like, you know, it's almost like the football was for the party. Like the better yes. you played, like the winner the party got. Yeah, win or lose, we always booze. That's yeah. what his buddy yeah. said. It was like, what a mantra. Absolutely. Cause it was one of those things where it was definitely like I'm good at something. So I'm using that to get access to all the fun times that come along with it. I don't like, he probably enjoys playing the game definitely in high school and college. I, like you said, getting knocked the stuffing knocked out of him in an NFL game, probably not as fun, but it was like, I enjoyed, he enjoyed those moments and that's what it was worth for him. If he could have just been a four-year quarterback and, gone off and you know lived his life he probably would have been a little bit happier yeah but it's i i mean i like that we don't see so to wrap this up i know xander's about to hop on i i know we don't see his like trying to get back in the league which is kind of here's like what i liked about him like he just he was brutally honest you know he wasn't trying yeah. to pitch like he was just like i was trying to rob the i thought it was unfair like i was trying to get from the NCAA. and he just talks about like you know his dad giving up on him and he was just like i just I just wanted to party. Like I've never been more miserable. I never felt more empty. And there was just like a real like sincerity and honesty with I like, he still has a little bit of that edge, like that ego, but I just like that. It wasn't, it wasn't too much of just like, fuck it. I played by my own rules. You know, like if right Johnny football going to be Johnny football, like, no, he was just like, yeah, like this is what was going on. Like, and I fucked it all up and that's that. Now I got to move on. It was a weird ending to the whole untold. Cause he is, you forget he's like 29 years old which is a weird yeah. thing to like well that was your life and it's like no this guy has yeah the entirety of his life in front of him you know what I, I, mean? I saw yeah i mean i mean way drinks like a solid like eight nine years ahead of him <laughs> well this that was the other thing too that i noticed so i was like wait you're talking about sobriety and bipolar and then all of a sudden you're showing like you know videos of you and your buddies like at a barbecue just like six dudes funneling beers and you're drinking like Stella's it's like that's what it was yeah remind me the Matt Leiner thing like it wasn't like him having buddy like drinks with his buddies it was still like hey where's that round of jello shots they cold yet <laughs> like it was yeah. still like right, exactly <laughs> doing the whole thing 
Uh, all right, we got Xander. Should we do Neapolitan first? Or let's give him what he wants to warm him up. Yeah. Let's do a little Brandon Gambling Corner, then we'll go to Neapolitan. Yeah, bring it to him. Bring it to him. Okay. He's all here. Right. Brandon the Gambling Corner, bring us to the jam. Oh my God, your guys' green room has gotten so much better. Like, it was awesome <laughs> hanging out. Thank you for bringing him out to the studio. Like, you Perfect. guys nailed my writer. Like, nailed it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Was, it, was the flight comfortable on the way out? Oh or... my God. First class. It had a bed. It was, you guys are, <laughs> you guys have really stepped we... it up. I'm... Thank you. We just I, figured, I'm like, so... If we took you out and then just got you hammered and then just kind of put you like in an office chair and just kind of roll you around as being like, we got you in a studio, just wait right here. And then kind of put you down <laughs> in your own like, bed and walk like you there. It's like weekend at Bernie's, but for <laughs> podcasts. Yeah, the whole treatment. Yeah, no, you guys really like rolled it out. I'm it, I'm surprised you guys haven't brought me back sooner because the last time I was on, it was gold. And you guys do what? Like two of these a day, right? <laughs> two pie. Yeah. This is episode 5,000. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, the time we got to get you on there is like uh, the summertime, but it is late summer. We want to get you back for the second year in a row. So we have two people that represent their divisions that have been on multiple times. Joe takes care of the AFC West, but it just made sense. We we're going through this, doing our over-unders. We got we to get Xander back on and just let him go how, on and how, on about these things. You guys are both from Kansas. So like you must have people like fighting over that. AFC West, like I want to come on and be the expert. Actually, actually, I'm not from. First off, I'm not from Kansas. Watch Sorry, your mouth. I know that's an insult. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I'm from that's the fine. D, the Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> the D. Yeah. We're actually we're, we're both we're both uh, we're both NFC North fans. No Funny enough. Yeah. Oh, you're both. Well, no, he. So you're you're a Lions fan, and and uh, he's a Vikings fan. Yeah, but all his friends nice. are are Chiefs fans. Yeah. Yeah, they they fight for it. I as much as people can fight to get on this podcast stage. Sure, they fight for exactly. It. Yes, it's usually just whoever can text us first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, usually that stuff. Well, I'm glad out. I won. I'm glad I won for the NFC South, the, the, yeah, the most exactly. popular division in football. <laughs> uh, we we covered a little bit about the changes at the top, and we'll give you you know plenty of time because I want to hear. Uh, you're very optimistic about the Saints last year, which uh, most awesome. Politely, as much as you can disagree with uh, a guest for the first time, didn't share the same <laughs> vision of the tea leaves as the same. No, no, but he, in, in my defense, like Jameis Winston got hurt. He did get injured and they still almost made the playoffs like with no quarterback, like zero quarterback. If you're going to almost make the playoffs, that would be the division to do it for sure. Yeah. Last year. yeah, you're right. Tampa Bay, well, Tampa Bay made the playoffs and uh, they yeah. almost made the playoffs. I think Carolina yeah. almost made the playoffs with That's five. True. And Atlanta did just by showing up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I think we'll start at the, maybe where we think the bottom will be and move our way up. Let's finish with the saints. So you can really just kind of get the momentum. Absolutely. Uh, so what's, how's it going to work is most awesome. He has, he has the lines in front of him. He hasn't. He's locked in his guess, so he knows his yes. guesses. He's going to share a guess. Uh, he has the lines with him that he gets off FanDuel, and then we'll all kind of take a guess and see who can be closest. So, who do you want to start with? Most awesome. Well, uh, I, I think we started. Let's say we let's start with the bottom, or what do we all yeah. think is going to be the bottom? I don't think there's any debate on this. 
let's go with Tampa Bay, the the Tom Brady less Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I've got my number at six and a half. Let's kick it to our guests. Where do you think I that they're going to? Uh, I think you're probably right on, but I, just to be contrarian, I'm going to say six. Okay. Uh, yeah, I let you get it out loud before I changed mine in time. I don't know. I now I hate this number. I am going to go down. I'm going to go down to. I don't want to pick your number, so I either have to go. All right, five this and is, a half. I'm gonna go seven. So just not to, I'm just gonna keep it at seven. And I fucking hate it. I'm probably a full game off. I had it at seven before you brought it up. You made a lot of good points. They're not all of a sudden my bottom team anymore. Oh, I really? had somebody else. Really they might this, be the I bottom have... team in the NFC. They they actually really might be the bottom team in the NFC. I think, I think they're. I think, yeah, I think tanking. you're right, Xander. Yeah. You think they're tanking? I think that they're just. They could be just awful i think with big yeah but like they because the next year's quarterback class is going to be so good like they could get a franchise quarterback like you know like they they, i i just think they're not nobody in the nfl officially tanks right but i think they could just be we're not going to try just winning's not the top priority like which i also think is like a terrible strategy because look how well it's worked out for the houston texans you know, who's done it for the last four years. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, versus like the Tennessee up. Titans who just continue to like scratch and claw and put it together. And they're like, all right, fuck it. Tannehill's going down. We'll roll out somebody out. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's keep what, trying. What What's yeah, that Bucks so, total? Um, I did nail it at six and a half. It was six Great. and a half. Perfect. I'll take, goals. I'll take only be at a half point. So Z and I off by only half a game. Perfect. Perfect. Um, let's roll out to the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons next. I'll go first. Go first. I do have this as my shittiest team. I know you're Ooh. very excited. And I know, I know it's a lot of fun in the, NF- in the entire NFL. No, 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 no. Just that. No, just, just in the, the NFC in the South. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have the Falcons at, Six wins, and that is a gift. That's a little gift I got them to be nice. Oh. I that's a six. It's bumped up half a half a game since you got me so excited about watching them. But I, I got them at six wins. I Damn I'm it. gonna say I'm gonna actually say five and a half. I, Whoa, six six wins is way too generous. Uh, I, this team this team went seven and ten last year. Yeah, no, I know, but okay. Uh, they they actually uh the Falcons have a not a easy schedule this year. Yeah, I don't know about the schedule. Like it's it's like a new quarterback look. I mean, I know Marcus Mariota ate everything, but they're rolling out a rookie quarterback, and then, like we said, like just kind of a a a soon to be journeyman that's on his second stop of many more to come. Like I I just don't think there's a lot of answers at quarterback. And as we've seen with these teams in the past, like I you can have all the weapons you want around him, but if that quarterback ain't working out, then there's if just nothing the, that's gonna the happen. The Falcons could pull this like sneaky thing where like, oh my god, they're a good team, like out of nowhere, where that always happens one yeah, year. Yeah, one team's gotta do it. Sure. Yeah, one or two yep. teams are like, oh my god, they're sneaky good, but that organization is a mess. Like it's like a tire fire. Uh I agree with you. I think the, I first off, I'm a big believer in Arthur Smith, the head coach. I liked him in Tennessee. I think he's a very good head coach. True. Um, good offensive line, and they're going to figure out ways to move the ball offensively. Who can they beat in division? 
they could beat everybody but the Saints. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Exactly. All right. That was my you. true honest answer. Nice. It wasn't just for you, Xander. Although you you'll you. never you'll never know because you're on the pod. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I do think that this is I actually I'm so surprised that you guys are thinking this is the worst team. I had him at seven and a half. DraftKings is even a bigger believer at eight and a half. Wow. This Whoa. is this is wild to me. Yes. Because I thought it was I thought it was overestimating my number. It has it an eight and eight and a half? Well, it's 8. because 5. of the rookie running the rookie running back. Yeah, it's it's I think there's some buzz in Bijan Robinson. Yeah. But they went seven and ten against all expectations yeah. last year. I've seen rookie running backs. Saquon Barkley was that Giants team. <laughs> I know, Four and man. thirteen. That's what really turns a franchise around. It's just like, man, we got this. We got this got running this star back. Star running back. Exactly. Going fucking se- second and twelve when we completely <laughs> abandon the running game every every possession we have. Watch exactly. out, guys. In nineteen ninety two, we got a running back, baby. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we, I mean, you're obviously in the dri- driver's seat. I, if we talk Mabby dollars right now, just I can already tell you, like, and we'll go back to it. But I'm going to use five Mabby dollars, which I know is our yeah. cap, and I'm going under. Up. I'm going under. I'm going. I'm putting, and I'll say, I'm putting real money, everybody, real cash (laughs) (laughs) on this. Everyone, except the IRS listening, real money. I'm absolutely going to take the under. That's that's eight and a half. You have to for for a rookie quarterback. That's that's crazy for me. And when's the last time Heineke's won eight games? And he had some young weapons on that, on that like uh that. Uh, commander's team uh, okay we'll move on to let's do the uh the panthers panthers absolutely so i think xander you get to go first you you didn't go I mean, here, first. here's my like or real we... problem is like i've really underestimated everybody so now i want to overestimate the Panthers. i did too yeah i mean i thought this was the shittiest team in in the league or the shittiest uh division in the league it i don't know well, how dare you um no they are actually are they are the worst division in the nfc the and it's weird because the AFC South is the worst division in the AFC. Like, what's going on in yeah. the South? Like, they yeah. only nail college football, I guess. Exactly, um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I would put, geez, the Panthers, uh, they're all in on their quarterback. Like, they think he is the second coming. I would put them at, uh, they got to be less than the Saints. Uh, I'm going to say eight. All right, very good. I uh, have them. Had... Go ahead, okay. go ahead, B. No, no, I was gonna say I have them at seven and a half. I have them at six and a half. I like that. It's good. I like it. Uh, DraftKings seven and a half. You're dialed in, man. This is your. I'm dialed in. I was at this. Yeah, my, I know. Really oh my God, is that Mister? Is that Mister NFC South over there? Exactly. I, like... I know. I know <laughs> shitty teams. I look. I was a Lions fan forever, so I can smell them. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I can smell those lines. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, was... Who's the backup? I think this in Carolina? is generous. The backup is. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. I think they're definitely riding that that rookie quarterback. Obviously, like this is a you know, it's it's the most exciting rookie quarterback out of this class on a team that you think so i think it's anthony richardson like the most exciting Colts. yeah I, yeah I, I think i think he is because he's completely he's like um unique from the other two both both the other one is it cj stroud and yeah yeah uh they're they're and both kind of yeah they're both kind of small like anthony richardson is a monster 
Like, he's... but Anthony Richard, right? Anthony Richardson isn't starting, is he? That's the thing. I do wonder if they're going to sit him behind because Minshew's in Indianapolis, correct? No, he's in Philadelphia. No, 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 no he no. moved on. No, no, you're right. He moved you're on. right. Yeah, because Marcus Mariota of the Saints yeah. is now in Philadelphia. We just talked about earlier before you were on the pod. Um, yeah, because I think I it'd be smart. I would I would want to. So although we won't, we he won't totally sit. He'll get rolled no. out in very like specific, you know, design plays where it's so like. So Minshew is going to start for the Colts over Anthony Richardson. I think it's I... TBD right now, but I think if I if I was if I was a head coach of the head coach of the Colts, I would put Minshew out there, and which take you some could bullets. be like. The owner I've, could see I've, this podcast, and he could hire you. Like he, oh, that's true. We've got a real Whoopi Goldberg Eddie situation <laughs> going on. <laughs> uh, all right, you're dialing. We'll get the Mabby dollars done at the end. The floor is yours, Xander. We are finishing with the New Orleans yes. Saints. What do you like about him? Is it a step forward? What are you excited about this year? Give us the elevator I, pitch. I, um. Okay, look, we did this last year, and obviously, like, they kind of whiffed. They, like, game six, watching them, I was like, they're just, they have no identity. Because they were, like, really shaky at the quarterback position. But I really like Derek Carr. Like, he's a... I do, too. He's a really good quarterback. Like, and I think he's underrated, and he was at a, a trash organization. And I think now at a good organization, I'm not sold on... I'm not sold on the head coach. I still, I like him, but I don't like a defensive head coach in 2023. Like that's kind of ridiculous, but he is a good quarterback. I, they should win that division, like kind of hands down. They've been favored to win the division though, for, I don't know, since Drew Brees has been there. And Hmm. last year was, and the year before were the only two years they didn't. So I'm going to put the New Orleans Saints at nine and a half wins. Ooh. Nice. So, uh, I too had them at nine and a half wins. Uh, I like Derek Carr a lot. Still, I think there's pieces that the Saints don't necessarily have. I think this is definitely their division to lose. Who do you? Uh, who do? Where do you think they're like lacking? Because they have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave. Like their offense is stacked. Oh my! Oh, that's right. They Are have you, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Oh my! Do they? Gonna say, do you they, they, with they two have players Alvin? Miss three Clubber, games and Lang, might miss Kamara? seventeen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. But they, you know that. But he didn't have a quarterback last year that he wanted to have thrown to him. I don't know. I'm speaking for him, like I know. But he had an off year last year and that whole injury thing. But he was the number one receiver not too long ago in the sure. league. Yeah, three but years ago, like, to be exact, I, also... I think. Yeah, I think he's played nine games in three years. That's a that's, that's trouble. True. It's yeah, true. It's, it's more. It's more the way how he doesn't play. Like I mean, we've seen players that don't play; they come back. But it's just like he's all. It's always like it's a mystery. It's a something. But I'm not hanging at all to Michael Thomas. Like I think you know, I, I think their defense could like kind of take a step up. Like I don't. In, in my opinion, but their it's defense just like, was top five last year, and you know they did add Chris Olave. That was his rookie year last year, and he. I don't I know. Agree. We we both got to nine and a half. We got it from two different. Angles. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me being pessimistic. I don't like that. It's being optimistic for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good. Well, here's a, here for optimistic. I had it at ten. I was like, this is a ten and seven team. Yeah, 
I like this team. I think I, this is where Vegas sees them too. But you folks are both dialed in on the Vegas line. DraftKings had them at nine and a half. Nice. Take the Take the over. Which I I I think that this team. See all the things you're saying. I I agree with. We like to shit on the Michael Thomas because it's it's an easy mark. But I do think that this team could be very well like six and zero in the division. Like I I think that there's a real world possibility where they could run the table on all these teams because you're right. The defense is still solid. It's a defensive head coach, solid offensive line. They they're only going to miss Kamara for three games. If Michael Thomas can give them anything. And if Chris Olave, you know, typically when rookie or when wide receivers pop, it's year two, like with Derek Carr, this is a recipe where like, we could see like a very easily, like it wouldn't put, it wouldn't surprise me. We're like, they're 12 and five at the end of the season, right? I, I would it, not be shocked by this. I, they they also have a kind of a, a cupcake schedule, like where it's, you know, the division is the division, unless like the Carolina Panthers come out and they're like, oh my God, you guys are the greatest team ever. It's like, who are they really losing to a division? And yeah, this is, yeah, I think you take, I think you take an adjusted line on this too. Like there's, you could like the Saints and the Saints could really sneakily, like I agree, put up 13 wins. Alave was great. Like Derek Carr, definitely something to prove. So this is be yeah. you know maybe if you get like three to one, like over twelve and a half, that could be that could be interesting and fun to throw it on there. I I, I have a question for you guys because you know so, betting is that the Saints to win the Super Bowl is plus four thousand. So okay. l- let's just say you put a thousand dollars on it, and <laughs> that's to win forty thousand dollars. But once math, they make the it to the playoffs, up. I like it. But once you they make it to the playoffs, can't you just hedge it the whole way? Can't you just say, okay, you're not going to win in the first round, and then you just hedge it massively based on that forty thousand dollars? Yes, you could definitely hedge it. This is definitely a strategy on teams that you don't think will get in there. They're... I no, I think it's a bet that all, to me, it's a bet that they're going to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, and once they make it to the playoffs, you have what four games to hedge it the whole way. Yeah, to get yeah to get and off you your 40 and you to one. you kind of to as a, a sports better, you just figure like what's the game they're going to lose, and you take the other team on the money line. Yeah, so I've definitely done this bad. Yeah, so it's so it's forty to one. So you bet a thousand to win forty thousand. So you're in for one thousand dollars. So you get to that first game that they're playing and let's just say all these, you know, they could be like pickups. So you bet like, you bet like 20,000 on the first one <laughs> and then, and then you just so, keep until you make your money back. On and the then Super the saints Bowl. win. So you bet against <laughs> no, them for 20,000. It would be, tor- it would be, tor- it's going to be torture because it, you, well, so let, you let me tell you, so to now, win the Super Bowl. The, the amount you have to bet to hedge that. So now you're down, which is fine, but now you're down 21,000. So let's say you probably shouldn't do the full half. So we'll figure this out. So you do yeah. 10,000. So right. now you're in for 11,000 after the first round on a $40,000 bet. If so now win. you at least have to cover that 11,000. So now you bet. <laughs> you have to bet. 12,000 12. to yeah. win the original thousand you bet to break even against that 11,000. To get that back, or you're in for twenty three thousand, which now you can't. <laughs> and so now the last game, but you have forty thousand dollars to play. With. I know, but on the last game, you have a twenty three thousand dollar bet in to hopefully win forty thousand yeah. dollars. Like you're not even like that is a, like a minus one thirty ticket <laughs> that yeah. you got yourself to. Right. Like for the right. So the ideal thing is, and don't like 
correct me if I'm wrong, is that if you want them to make the playoffs and lose in the first round. Yes, you would on the head. The most adorable thing is you acted like you've never placed a fucking bet. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Apollo Showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. Uh, all right, buddy. This week we're doing. We'd like you to judge. You got a few more minutes. Will you judge this showdown for us? Yeah, Brian? absolutely. Let's. You do remember it. how it works? Like we have a category. Yeah. We'll each say one thing. We'll go from three to one. You tell us who won each round and then who won the game. Uh, we're doing fashion from your childhood. You wish you could rock. Fashion from your childhood. You wish you could rock. So whenever three spot, uh, we'll make this come across your head like you were just getting. Commission Somebody Junior, was, I, all dressed I, I, up, and you're just like, man, I think yeah, I could I totally sport this little ball. Well, that's cool. I could pull this <laughs> off. No, I saw somebody who had a, a T-shirt from from back in the day that I was like, that was fun. That was a fun time. I like that. I like that era. Yeah, you kind of have like just uh, you know, like Yoda playing basketball or something. Like just like yeah, everything exactly. was on the table. Just a hyper color T-shirt. I was like, that, that was hell. That was cool, man. That's hyper-color. funny. My first, I was high tech. My first one was uh. It's kind of, I wore this in honor of it. It was a hot pink. And I think this was before boys could wear pink because we're talking to like mm, 1988, okay. 89. It was a hot pink, a sleeveless Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt. And I remember going Ooh. to JCPenney with my grandma and there was like, there's a black shirt with like a, like a blue, but then there's a pink. And I was like, I want to peacock a little bit. And it was very even, even back then, even, even back, back then. then, I knew like I got it. Well, so surprising is you knew the term peacocking back then. <laughs> I did. I said, <laughs> I was like, Grandma, I got a peacock. It. Yeah. And then you negged your grandma. You're like, nah, you don't even know shit. <laughs> you know to get it. Uh, yeah. So it was very much um, sun's out, like eight year old guns out. And I think I rocked those with like just the which are probably very similar lumbers. to the guns out now, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, Who's been in the gym? Flat that's my three spot what do you got most awesome i like it hot pink is hot pink uh, teenage Mutant ninja, ninja turtle yeah very specific i would love to have seen this shirt by the way i know i was thinking like i do not have a picture of it i there is something there is an item on here that i do have a picture of my number one spot, I like but i do not have a picture of that i uh this is a toss-up to me this is a 50 50 ball but ultimately i had to settle on it for the cargo pants now today as a dad with tremendous amount of shit that i have to hold on to for the kids i don't want to rock the fanny pack i was never a big fan of the fanny pack i'm not doing that but having a little you know uh some pockets on the side to just toss something in right at like knee level would be great for the kids to kind of rummage around in there put it in there come back i don't have to hold on to it it's been so many times when i've been given shit that i don't want to have to hold on to yeah, that I would love yeah. to rock a cargo pants, and I almost went, I almost went the carpenter pant with little belt loop, but I was thinking, I was not thinking as more functional, ut- not as functional. I was thinking utility over fashion in this one. Yeah, so two things. Hey, I, I, I kind of imagine you keeping like a bunch of pistachios in one of your cargo pockets, yep. and then eating Sus- them and putting the shells in the other <laughs> on the other. <laughs> totally sustenance, right exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely take the fanny pack over the cargo pants. Here's my two okay. problems with cargo. Okay. With cargo pants, you got to work. You definitely need to rock a belt. 
because you're gonna you're adding a lot more weight that you'd anticipate. I for remember sure. that from back then. But I'm a, I'm like, I'm, a, I'm it's not a problem for me. I'm a belt guy. It doesn't matter to me. Do, do you not picture like half your day just like searching like through every pocket like two or three times trying to find? Are you good? Like, do you guys have pocket assignments? Like, my keys always go to my yes. same pocket. My wallet always goes. I can, when I walk out the door, I count how many. There's four things that go in my pockets. It's phone, earbuds, keys, and wallet. And I just I count four. I don't count the items. I just like I just check the pockets and you I feel them in the pockets. Yeah, yeah. I just got to be efficient with that. You feel like it would kill your efficiency, or is that you know a little bit of the price you pay being a dad? Like you're just like I got to carry some of their stuff. And no, no, no. See, for me, it's all about having because I've uh, I'm a big thigh guy, Xander. I'm, I have massive thighs, so. I can't stuff a lot into the two front pouches of my pants mm. and I'm not, I'm certainly not, I've learned and I'm not putting in the back pockets because that's going to fuck your back up. So having two like holster pockets on the side of my knees, mid thigh is going to be perfect for me because it's easy. I, I can get right to it. I can get you in do there. The cargo shorts too. I could this in this crazy. case. I, here, here's what I think. Here's what I think is a waste about cargo pants. I'm not to get off on like a tangent. Is You're that fine. You, that's what you this have, is for? That's that's the podcast. Yeah, the you, yeah. you have a, you have a thigh pocket. It's big. It's usually deep, way d- deeper yeah. than the pockets in the front. What, what? Why not the calf pocket? Like you have a whole another length of pant. You could put another pocket on there. It's a great point. First it, it off, could, you're just be like you're flying. Those, like, you're flying too bags. close to the sun. First and foremost, <laughs> yeah. right? Because uh, you know to get down there and any sort of like I got to go and bend a knee to get you down there. Tie your shoe at some point. I got a rebuttal. Uh, Velcro, my man. I'm always yeah, yeah. Velcro. I, I, <laughs> I think you're. Yeah, you're. You're kind of looking God's gift in an eye a little bit there. Car, right, the cargo exactly. short to me is wild. It's just like give me more pockets but less pant. Like it's just like I no, want no, more no, less. not less pants. What are you talking very, about? Like, it's Goldie more. If, if anything, it's more pants. But yeah. you're losing yep. like the cargo short I, of it. it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go full disclosure here. When I was in high school, I had some cargo pants that oh, were zippered around the knee yep. that I could unzip, and they became cargo oh, shorts. Those yeah. were the like the fisherman pants. Like I felt yeah. like you yeah, like to fish. Were, that was yeah, thing. those were great. I didn't, I never fished, but my pants did. You're missing How do you out. Judge then? This? How do you judge this round one? Um, God, this is like uh, tough because I've forgotten what you guys' answers were. No, um, <laughs> uh, I, I actually, I, I'm gonna, I want to give it to Brandon this round because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is back in the spotlight, and it, so True. it's like a reference True. for back then and now. It's very. Uh, you know, it's universal. It's it's bringing that style back into the modern era. So I'm going to give this round to Brandon. Perfect. I bridge I generations, baby. Yeah, that's right. Uh, my number two spot. This is another specific. I remember these. I don't know if the brand was right. I think it's Oshkosh, Baga- or however you say that. I think Oshkosh, Bagosh. Yep. So I, already I, know, I already know what it is by saying the brand. It's an acid. It was an acid wash gene. But the special thing about this acid watch jean is it had the little elastic at the bottom. So you could like hike them up oh, a little those bit. Are nice. you could... Those are I nice. see what you're saying. I see what you you're remember saying. these? You guys yeah. experienced these? This is way back. This is like I'm like, So if you had I... a hole in your cargo short, it would get caught by the elastic at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it would yeah, there'd be going what's going on. This is uh I and I would say this I was rocking this circa nineteen eighty eight, I wanna say. Ooh. Interesting. 
Did you guys did you guys call it this the the French cuff? Did you call it pegging your jeans? Well, yeah. If you heard yeah, this, you was, heard this, yeah. Where you rolled you rolled them, right? Yeah. It, it typically I think looks the like tech- Z Cavaricis. Yes, exactly. You're exactly yeah. right. Z, oh, yeah. nice. Z yeah. Cavaricis on my console bracket, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, good but but pegging your jeans, that was all the style. The elastic eliminated this cool, like, which was fine by me, because I I was a shitty like tucker and roller of the the french roll the pegging of the jeans if you will so the the, the elastic on the bottoms was great for me i i yeah you it. still got that hammer pant look without mm-hmm. having all the uh effort of rolling yeah. your jeans so exactly pegging. yeah exactly so you peaked, pegging, you peaked on pegging, pegging took on a completely different meaning in the last exactly i just you could tell most awesome every time you said pegging he was like pegging your jeans your je- like you just had to exactly. put your jeans. bite to down and it. peg your jeans yeah. to keep um, it all clear so i went this is what reminded me of this i'm going i'm going to big old, you mentioned a graphic tee right mm-hmm. which is but you yeah. got you know this is character specific teen, teenage mutant ninja turtles i'm talking a a sole line of clothing just devoted to being a big dog give me some oh, big dog nice. i like this a lot That's in good. fact I think on back-to-back picture days, sixth and seventh grade, rocking a big dog black shirt, or sweatshirt, rather, with a white polo coming out of it because my mom couldn't oh, let me nice. not need the collar. You know, business casual for a fucking picture day. Uh, you know, big dog. It was, oh, shit. Carry a big stick. Bark loudly, yeah. carry a big stick. Something like that. Like, that was the... And I was like, dude, like, who is going to fuck with me in sixth grade? First year middle school, I got the big dog sweatshirt on. I'm letting people know. Big dog. Was, yeah. Like, sixth grade was like prison. Like, you walk in, you find the biggest motherfucker you can, and you just start wailing on him. Like, you just got to <laughs> exactly. learn what the fucking score is. You come to play. Uh, I picture you. Did you ever, like, go for, like, a big Johnson shirt? And then your parents just had to swat that down in 86 it? Yeah, I could never get my hands on Big Johnson shirts were for the for parents who didn't give a shit about their kids. Like I know, yeah, no Big Johnson shirts. No, now we know yeah, Big like, Johnson's the, the parents like owned a pontoon boat. Like it was <laughs> yeah. like it, it, that's that's the that's the place that you could go stay the night and then like the dad would buy yes. you like Wine porn coolers. magazines and yeah. then like yeah. <laughs> One then, of like, the two like, parents worked split. third shift. That's who owns <laughs> Big, but, Big yeah. Johnson was always I always remember the one where it said um liquor in front, poker in rear. I was like, wow, that seems like a really good bar. Like you can gamble. <laughs> and then and then I, I remember when it like dawned on me, oh, that's a pun. Right. <laughs> two years later, you're like, like damn. Yeah, two, no, I was like a couple hours ago. Yeah, it's too short. I was on ago. eBay, like looking for one. <laughs> uh all right, Xander, how do you score round two? Is that uh, this hands down? Uh, goes to most awesome because a right, big dog then, reference. All right, is, the hands down are. Yeah, no, I mean I don't mean to rub it in. Uh, my, my um, my football coach at my high school, not mine. I didn't. I was not allowed to play football uh, because I wasn't good enough. Um, but uh, my the football coach at my high school, there was a a bar in Vegas called the Big Dog Saloon, oh. and I think the owners of the t shirt company owned it too and 
uh, he got in a fist fight there and it was on the news. And I remember like, oh my God, my the football coach at my high school, who's my driver's ed teacher, he's a celebrity and he beat somebody <laughs> up at the big dog saloon. So dude. Yeah. Teachers, they're just like us, just like sixth graders, <laughs> just walking into places. Yeah. Uh, being big dogs. Swinging. So yeah, hands down. I know that's I, anecdotal, but you went. No, I love it. I love it. I love it seeing teachers go into real life situations. Yeah. Like I, because when you saw the teachers like outside of school, was the weirdest experience of all time. You're like, so what? Weird. I just yeah. saw Mister. I, I saw Mister Steele coming out of the liquor store. He had yeah. an awfully big brown bag. <laughs> like, <you know>? I actually. <laughs> I have a crazy story about that when I was, and I'll do, I'll keep it quick. Cause I know this podcast can't go four hours, but when I was in high school, the hot teacher at my school was miss. Uh, I'm not going to say her name because this podcast is too popular, but she was like the hot teacher at my school and everybody had a crush on her. And I worked at a grocery store. I was a bagger. And one day she came in and she's like, will you walk me around the store while I grocery shop? And she like interlaced her arm with me and walked around school. And I was just like the kid from the Simpsons who worked the counter. Oh my God, the history teacher is like walking me around. And I was like sweet. smitten with her. That's and I sweet. think about that now. She's got to be six. She's in her sixties. Yeah. I, know. I, I was just, just going to say, I was like, I was like, use her name. Like she'll yeah. be, she's, there's no way she's still hot. Like she's just going to be like, what a, what a sweet time. <laughs> right. I used to remember. Exactly. No. Uh, all right. The number one spot I went with, and I'll be specific about this. Like this isn't an Adidas suit. I went with the windbreaker suit. Do you remember these? Yes. Like the matching tops and bottoms, you would get them together. A very JC Penny staple, like 91, 92. Yeah. Remember having matching with my brothers. It's like, that was getting one of those, like that was your favorite outfit for the week. Like you would hold it, like you didn't want to overwear it, but you're like, I want to wear this thing all the time. And you overwear, you overwore it, right? Absolutely. I look fucking yeah, nails. Yeah. I look great. Twite. Look at me. But I, I think in my... you were promised a picture of that, you said. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share it. We'll dust we'll we, we definitely need to dust off some pictures. The wind, you know what? Here's the thing is, is I feel cheated in this because I never had a windbreaker suit. I was I only able to get the top. We get a windbreaker oh, top, okay. no yeah, matching yeah. pants. I had a makeshift, oh, right? That's so funny. Like, like you remember going in there, like you would just have the top and you'd walk by and see bottoms existed, and you're just like, "What's up, mom and dad?" Yeah, <laughs> hey, you cheated me. Way to chintz on the bottoms, right? <laughs> um, but I definitely remember matching up, like getting like track pants that were black. But like, yeah, this will go. This will work. This, yep, this, yep, this yep, yep. You pull it, it off though. You pulled it off. Boy, I. Probably not. No. <laughs> if, in all honesty, no. Um, so my number one, and, and this is, I, I think, I don't think you can not wear this now, but I think this is very much a trend. I, I would think of layering this with my, with my graphic tee. Just give me some, I was the whole ensemble too. The, the cargo pants, the graphic tee, just throw on a nice old, big old oversized flannel. Give me one of those. Just give me the the old school flannels. Oh, yeah. I like this. It, it's not like the it's ever fallen out of favor. The mid nineties styles. Give me the red and black. You know what I mean. Everyone's had that. I, yeah, I think I that's the key. Think... The key is that it's oversized. I think you're right. Yeah. Like they weren't unbuttoned. Like... A t-shirt underneath. Such a such a, a move to wear oh, yeah. that all the time. That was my high school outfit. Was t-shirt underneath, unbuttoned flannel. That was it. 
yeah, working at the buckle, like we would have to, uh, like we would match lucky tee t-shirts by the color scheme with long sleeve flannels and try to sell that as like a little couplet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but my, they weren't oversized. My, my look for probably way too long for 20 years falls into this category where it was the graphic tee, but over the thermal. Oh. Oh, okay. yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Was it like a, a mock thermal or like a mock? No, mech? I would it would Just be like the not, real thermal. Okay. I had like multiple colors of thermals and then you'd mix and match them with whatever your graphic tee was. Yeah. You know, yeah, the yeah. white was like kind of the go-to. And then like I like kind of upped my game. I had a thermal that had stars that went down the sleeves. I throw like a nice. smashing pumpkins t shirt over it. With Pattern, the, it, right? You know, yeah. And I like it. I think I think you won the Neapolitan showdown, Zane. I think so. Yeah, the thermal but is a good move. If you had to pick a second place, who do you give it to? I'm actually you're Brandon, I'm gonna have to give it to you. Like the yeah. the yeah. windbreaker tracksuit is pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never I never had down that. the hallway. I feel like that was exactly. like rich, that was rich kids. I never like I never got to like dab into that. I had Not plenty just... of windbreakers. Yeah. But never uh never windbreaker pants. Just us showing off that food stamp money. Um, all right, Xander. Thanks for jumping on here, bro. Good Thank luck you to your guys. Saints. You have the thanks, division. brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, good luck. All right, bro. Uh, hit us real fast. Mab League. Uh, down to our final four. What's our schedule? I'm dropping this pot tonight. Uh, Saturday night doubleheader. Suns at Spurs. Yeah. Clippers at Heat. I gotta set some lines now that we know yeah. this this Bing thing. That's wild. But I gotta let a... it get out there. Yeah, it's like the it's like our Tim Donaghy. Like I don't know. I don't want to tell it some like. I don't know people. how I don't know how I feel about. I like it. I like it a lot. Oh, I do. I, like I, I love it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Like uh, I want to say like uh, he just he set all this. He basically cloned our setup onto his own PlayStation. And then yeah. would just make adjustments and just basically play test the adjustments against like other teams, which yeah, uh, exactly. Or against which, the team he was playing commitment. to figure out like yeah how how we could get that get that victory, and it worked. I don't and know. It didn't I'm all, work. I'm all for. I'm all for knowing what the rules are. Yep. Doing whatever you can for those rules, putting in the dedication, and then coming out the other side with a victory. This is. I mean, it's it's Belichickian is what it is. It really it shows a great commitment because if you remember, if anything, being famously in the beginning of when we talked about, if you guys are listening in the beginning about Mab League, he was talking about how he's like, I've never won any of the televised games on Twitch. I've never won. So this year he'd said, if I don't know if you remember this, B, he was like, I am going to win a game. So he figured out. He was like, what do I know? OK, I know it's. He doesn't even have this year's or the the year version that we're using. He has an older version, but still, he's lining them up. He's putting them together, gathering information, gathering information, playing with what he knows based on the games that he's seen to get the other team's minute rotation to figure out what's this look like. Unlike Johnny Menzel, just grinding tape. Exactly, grinding, grinding tape. tape. The best thing to me of it all was that his beautiful wife is not a big fan of this. It's sitting there going like, yes. I hate this. I hate Mablig. Every time I go downstairs in the basement, a fucking video game is running in simulation. I think it's a beautiful thing. So great. It's so great. 
Um, all right, yeah. So too, so that's our game Saturday, and then we just run those games back on Sunday. It's a We're best of, like, best of five series, right? Best of five series. We're trying to grind this out. We're trying to get this done before the football season starts. I think we can. I think we've got enough we're time. It done. Yeah. We're gonna I don't get care if we have to fucking simulate a game three and we're just like, hey guys, here's what happened. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> getting score. this off the docket for uh yeah. the NFL season. Uh MVP of the week real fast. Uh it's pretty fucking clear. I gotta give it to the crew that came down for oh. my birthday and everybody came out there. Uh and Erica also for putting it together. And I hear not taking no from an answer is the the whisper on the trees out there. And I again, it's dedication. It's seeing a goal executing. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no. No, I was I gonna know, say, seeing, I, seeing I, all I, you guys at four surprise is pretty that's pretty wild at this age. It's pretty yeah. dope. Yeah, it was great. It was really fun. Doctor the misses the commish really truly tried her her bum tush mm-hmm. off to try and get there she loves yeah. you very much she was sad oh, yeah. not to be there but what a wonderful time what a great time a hard and fast sometimes those are the best trips right i was thinking about it hard and fast in and out i was in there friday night yeah. boom stayed with oh little shout out little blah blah blah, blah, blah to t boss and his lovely Bye-bye. bride uh jacqueline um let me crash on their on their couch get there saturday boom boom boom, boom, boom big old party out the door Sunday, back home. Boom. What a trip. Yeah, because you can't do too much damage to the old credit card. Can't you're not overstaying? Sure. Like you're not it's not like a four day Vegas, like you know, party yeah. hard. Like there's no you have to put pace in yourself in your mind. You're like, this is the night we're doing it. We're doing this. And then that's a wrap. Absolutely. Perfect. Uh yeah, my MVP, the first lady of mad mad fandom, Erica. What a what a fucking treat. Wouldn't would not take no for an answer. <laughs> Made it, it very challenging. I try to throw awesome. some nose out there. She's, <laughs> you came in my tumbo, swatted just, them away. Ah, ah, ah. No, it was great. It was good. It was good seeing you too, B. We had our oh, moments. Absolutely, buddy. Goes without saying. We had absolutely. our moments. Hugging it out. Just really had to hug. What we were hugging out, didn't even know by the end of it. Just hugging it out. Oh, my goodness. What a love fest. What a love fest. Love but it, it is love true. It. I know. I told you before. I'll tell you again. Who has it better than us, dude? No one has it Life better than good. us. Life, Life is, is good, good brother. brother. Uh, episode 271 guys thanks for listening shoot us an email it may be sports podcast at gmail.com jump on that twitch channel give us a little support as we finish out madly love to see you there what's the twitch handle uh mab sports podcast or twitch.tv backslash mab sports podcast yeah you'll find it. search mab sports yep. podcast i am brandon watch you sign yourself off most awesome Oh, folks, I don't need that braided belt when I've got my overalls on. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.